This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. And uh, you can also watch us on Twitch. Just jump in anywhere. Enjoy however you're listening. Thank you for tuning in. So, a couple things that I wanted to get to, if it's okay with you. First, let's talk about the game of the century tonight. We'll talk about that on the break. Oh, boy. Rockets have a real chance to put this bitch away. If they can go out there, do their job, and get the L tonight against the Timberwolves, against the hated Timberwolves, the I mean, do the Rockets have a bigger rival historically than the Timberwolves? Is that their number um, one rival? Mm, uh, number Kings, number two Kings, rival, maybe? Maybe okay. the Kings. They're going to go out there tonight. The Wolves are going to give it their best shot. The Rockets are giving it their best shot to lose five in a row. And make it ten out of eleven. That's what they're looking to do. See, I think uh, I think this game lost some of its luster last night because the the Wolves won. Yeah, they beat the Jazz. So now you're they're thinking, actually playing good basketball. So now you're thinking, well, is it possible that now the Jazz are weak? And because the Rockets play the Jazz, uh, they they play the Jazz next month. Is it possible the Rockets will also beat the Jazz? No. Okay. No. So you think the Timberwolves may be finding uh, they may be finding another gear? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's ever since they had a player that didn't know who the hell A-Rod was. That's true. Since then, they've been playing like a basketball team. The Rockets, as of right this minute, they have a two-and-a-half game lead over the Timberwolves. Yeah, this could put it away. This really could. And they've got a uh, a two-game lead over, no, a three-game lead over the Magic. So, listen, there's not a lot of time left. The Pistons are still bad, all right? Although they won a game, they, they're coming off a win, too. Yeah. The Magic have lost six in a row. They're trying. All right? Yeah, they're, they're still out, there, out battling. there battling. They're battling. And your dumbasses went out there and beat them. I don't know what you were thinking, but you beat the, you beat the Magic. And don't look now, but guess who's lost 14 games in a row, Fred? The Oklahoma City Thunder. Really? Yes, they're down to twenty and forty-one. So you've got a five-game lead hey, over them. The Rockets aren't winning twenty games this I, year. I don't think so. But <laughs> but listen, crazier things have happened. The yeah. the, the Thunder. No, nope, they you know built what? that. They built up too good of a lead. They can choke it away now. It's not going to matter. Okay. So how many more? How many more wins could they possibly get? Is, is I think I I if they win tonight, I'd say the max is three. Okay. The max, especially with the garbage you're throwing out there right now. So that that begs the question. Will the Magic win another game this season? Because if they if if they can, yeah, the Magic will win one. Okay, they'll so win one, especially because when you get late and a lot of these teams they they're set, they're going to play a bunch of scrubs too. So yeah, here's your uh, your Magic schedule down the stretch. There's some winnable games here uh, at Cleveland, home and home with Memphis. At Detroit, 
Okay. Well, that, that's a winnable game. Well, and, and you're, you're kind of cannibalizing here the yep. teams that are, that are chasing you. Boston at Charlotte. Ooh. Now, here's good news for the Rockets. Sunday, May 9th, Orlando versus Minnesota. Oh. Someone's got to win that basketball match. Hey, I, I got news for you. Minnesota's not going to be in this race. After they win They tonight, might not be. Uh, uh, they're they're going to move on to... They're going to end up with the fifth pick like a bunch of dopes. They're going to move on to lesser things. Well, they've done so well with the top picks they've had in the past. Well, that's true. So, What do you think of Carl Anthony Towns? you think he's a bum or no? Well, I, mean, I think he's okay. I don't think he's a bum. I don't think bum's fair. But, I mean, is he's he, not what, is they he what he you thought be. he would be? I don't think so. So, hey, can I... Uh, uh, a bunch of people have been asking about derby picks. So, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, if you want them, email me, fower975 at gmail.com. And if you just, uh, for 20 bucks, I'll give you the whole Derby package and the whole Preakness package for the next two weeks. And I'll put them together and send them out to you. And what I'm really excited about is in the past, I, I couldn't change things because I had to have them in early. So what I'll do is I'll e- email you everything, and then I'll have an email list and... If it rains on Saturday and the track condition changes, or if there's a key scratch, or if I notice a bias has developed, I'll just hit the email button and let you know, hey, this is all happening. You might want to change this play to this. So we'll be able to do it in real time. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, if, if you're interested, if you're somebody who likes my derby tries, then just shoot me an email and I'll give you the instructions. And give win or lose, I'm giving you the Preakness for free. And then I'm going to take half of the money and bet it. And if I win with it, we're going to donate it to that kids meals that we're doing the golf tournament for tomorrow so yeah something to do and i the only problem man the horse i like the best drew the rail which has not won the derby since 1986 and i don't even think you were born yet i was born in 1980 okay Okay. thank you so all right well 1986 and uh so I'm I'm having to change things a little bit, and I've got a, um, I've got a long shot that I love that's going to hit the board. I don't know that it'll win, but I think he's going to hit the board, and he's forty to one. Okay, so I'll I'll give that to the people. OG says, how do you stop somebody from reposting your stuff or reselling your picks? You can't, you know. That's just, uh, but you're not getting them till Saturday morning, so that's part of it. But um, now people do that. No, but at least I have a record of it because that's why you're going to have to email me. So I'll know if somebody does that, that I won't, uh, won't send it to them again. Pretty simple. Most of the people who are going to do that. Most, most of the people are, you know, good blitzers, man. They just want to make a little money. And, you know, so that, that's what we're going to do. So if you're interested, you know what to do. Tweeted it out. Uh, but that's the, that's the thing. Uh, so, do uh, you know? I'm trying to decide if I want to do my AAC guys now or save them because we're gonna have a few minutes left in the segment. Then we're going to do your game, and then we're going to theoretically have Jerome. We fifty fifty. Yeah, he hasn't texted me back because I'm not producing his show this Sunday. Oh, he's really quick to respond when he sees AJ's email of Aaron's producing on Sunday, and then that week. He'll text me back immediately. Most times, no. Mm. Interesting. Well, maybe you should just do a show every Sunday. That way he'll come on. 
No, is the, uh, that's not a that look doesn't translate the radio for yeah, good reason. Yeah, there, there needs to be a response. Yeah, the, the dead air I'm doesn't good. work. I enjoy the once a, once a month oh, hang okay. out with Jerome and Jerry and Josh. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I think almost every time I tune in, you're you're there. I think Tyler was there once, but it's almost always you. I don't know why. Maybe that's the only times I get out on a Sunday morning. Uh, and how can we send you the twenty dollars? Email me and I'll give you the instructions. It's fower nine seven five at gmail dot com. F a o u r nine seven five at gmail dot com. That simple. Um, the I really I, I, so when we uh we play golf tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So what's the plan here? We're we gonna just like try to play until three you know what i think we should do i think we should play until 355 and make joel sweat for like two minutes no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> but i am gonna I, i'm gonna play for probably i'll, I'll probably play till about 245 three o'clock oh you can play longer than that get your you know, get your prep done before you go out that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do my prep in the morning and then try to play until like 340 and then i'll go over everything one more time before we start well, listen, I'd like to be more prepared than you. That's all right. That would be the first time ever in the history oh, of this show. Come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Do I, do I need to show, show you the five pages of show notes that you never look at? What are you talking about I never look at? The, you're, you're, uh, you're on the Gmail for it. You never look at them. I'm not on that. Yeah, you are. You have been for two years. Am I on something like that? You are. I used to be, but my entire Gmail drive got wiped so everything everybody shared with me went away and huh. i haven't had fred add me to it again ah so i don't even know where i'd find that mm-hmm. there you go see that's that's how prepared you I are i mean i do my own prep <laughs> what do i need what well, do i need well, you yeah, to prep i know you only need four stories to show that's that's all you have to worry about but you know some of us like to have a little more than that that's all but no, i mean I, I i think you can uh like what i the way i usually do it is i will do when i first get up i take care of all the stuff I need to do around the house. And then I spend about two hours going and getting, you know, stuff from the night before. And then if there's something I know is going to happen later in the day, like, Oh, there's going to be a Sean press conference with, with a towel on, you know, I'll, I'll make a note of what time that is so that I can pay attention to that. And eh, about two and a half, three hours worth of stuff, I guess. And then about two o'clock before I, I leave the house, I'll go through again and see what I've missed for the day. And, you know, that seems to work. And then I always try to check right before the show because inevitably something always happens right before the show, especially if it's big. But yeah, I've got hmm. nothing shared with me. Hmm. I think maybe you've been not sharing with me. And that's well, probably. maybe I finally just gave up on sharing it with you because no, that's entirely you never possible. even looked at it. But, you know, not that you would use it anyway. No, I wouldn't. That's OK. But it is like six pages long. Well, I appreciate that you that you prep. I've always said that I trust you to do your job. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know either, but because it's worked so far. <laughs> like no, normally, we come yeah. in here and we we have enough stuff to talk about between the two of us mm. that it works out most of the time. Yeah. So, but uh, but no, I mean, the thing is, and I've always I've always wanted to be over prepared just in case. Yeah, and I don't think it's ever happened. But where you get to a point where it's like, you know what? I don't know that we have anything to talk about here. Let me go to this story. So that yeah. I have something. I don't think that's ever actually happened. But, we, I, but we, I, I, now I take it back. It's happened when you haven't been here. It's good to overprepare because what happens if Glenn Davis can't connect at 7 o'clock 
and uh, I'll tell you what would happen. We would just go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd, we'd leave Aaron here to or deal with Creighton that. Or if didn't show up at, until uh, he wasn't here at 7 o'clock, guess what? We would just go home. <laughs> and then I get what to am do I gonna, everything. What am I going to do? Glenn and Patrick Creighton's jobs, too? I can't do that. Now, if if we were on earlier, like say we were in the one to four slot, and those guys didn't show up nope, on time, I'd I, go home. I would stay. I'm out. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, well, I, all I, right, I, I, I wouldn't. Stay. I wouldn't stay for Glenn's show because what am I going to say? Hey, the Dynamo got beat two one to the Portland Timbers. Was it a good performance? It's a good match. I don't know. I don't know if it was a good match. I mean, it's two to one. Yeah, it's a close match. You can say that. Well, right. A well contested match, you can call it. All right, we're gonna do and a, say you could say there were chances. Yeah, yeah. They they hit the teams post had a few chances. Times. They, they hit the post a few times. They hit the post. The teams had know. chances. That's you just want to keep it vague. Oh, okay. Teams had chances. You know. How do you feel about the Dynamo as a fan? Well, I could do that. How uh, do you feel about the Dynamo as a fan? Uh, you want me to answer? You want me to like like as the hypothetical? That's well, a hypothetical. That's what I'm saying. Uh, they had their <laughs> chances. You know. <laughs> But, they moved but, the ball. You know what I thought? I thought both teams had chances. Uh, there was attacking. There was defending. And, you know, both teams. Possession. Both there, teams had chances. There was possession. Uh, you know, they had some time in their zone. And and Portland had some time in their zone. And really what it boiled down to was who made the best of their chances, of the chances that they got. And Portland was able to, uh, they were able to net one more. Than the uh, than the dynamo. They had a few set pieces where they could have made something, but couldn't do it. Uh, I don't know what set pieces mean, so that's too like I'd be embarrassed on it's that. A free one. kick, Deshaun. That's does. just the fancy way of saying free kick for soccer. Oh, oh boy! Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN ninety seven five. We'll have a giveaway when we come back. This is the blitz on ESPN ninety seven five. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. D Green said, "If I had to do the soccer show, it'd go like this." It says here in the Chronicle. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I could fake it a little bit. You know, say Chelsea got an away goal today. Yeah. In the first leg of... Uh, How about that? Yeah. 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 See? See? Yeah. See? <laughs> All right. Let's do your uh, game. Well, do we have a uh, do we have a contestant? We, so here's the deal. I, we're going to give I away mean, this... You need to solicit for what caller we want. Yeah. We're going to give away a... Uh, I, I wanted to play a little game here. Uh, to see how well you know your Houston Rockets this year, because I, I'll be honest, it, like, it, it, let, well, you know what? We'll play a game. We'll we'll play a game called Rocket or Not Rocket, and uh, and let's go with caller number I don't know four, and, and he can get on. And he all you got to do is get two out of three correct. Okay, you know what though? Keep somebody on hold because if he fails or she fails, that's true. Yeah. So if caller four, you're up, and then caller five, you just hold on. Seems, so. seems simple enough here, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, so we'll get to that when we uh, when when we get somebody on. All right, but uh, you want to do the read for the for the boxing thing anyway? We yeah, just why don't I, go ahead and get why that don't out I just of the way. do that? Um, 
Let's see. Nope, that's not it. Uh, I don't have the boxing read. Uh, I have something else. I don't know what this is. This is uh, this, there bo- okay. Oh, Can you boy. just read it then, since I don't have it? Oh uh, boy! Way to go, Aaron. Way to go. I usually I'd say that's on me, but this time it's not. No, it's it's on Aaron. So, Aaron, you can just read it. You're, yeah, I'm trying to get the actual uh, document. Okay. Uh, Andy the Destroyer Ruiz Jr. versus Chris the Nightmare Ariola, arguably, arguably the two best Mexican heavyweights in boxing, boxing history, are squaring off in the Fox Sports pay-per-view boxing main event this Saturday. Uh, we said we're going to take caller number four for this trivia game to 713-780-3776, and the winner will get a free pay-per-view code to watch the fight at home. This pay-per-view is an all-Mexican boxing extravaganza with three pay-per-view undercard matchups featuring exciting all-action toss-up fights. The pay-per-view begins at 8 p.m. Saturday, May 1st, and is priced at $49.99. Buy the pay-per-view on foxsports.com slash PPV and watch on any screen. See. All right. So we're going to play a game here. And uh, by the way, if you, if you guys emailed me about the Derby stuff, I will, I will get back to you tonight when I get home, I promise. It's kind of hard to do on the show. Yeah, yeah. we got we got stuff yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, we got to we got to we got to give somebody some. Uh, All right, who's our contestant here, Aaron? I mean, you can just put we, him on, and I'll talk to him. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we need to go to all that uh, trouble yeah, because if he loses, we don't need his name. All right, hey dude, what's up? Hey man, what's your name? Clint C L I N T. Is this Clint Sterner? Hey, man. No, it's not. Hey, Bubba. I, hey, you know about the Rockets, Bubba. I'm going to tell you what, son. All right. Are you a uh, are you a Rockets fan? Uh, this year, not as much, but yeah. How many games have you watched this year? Less than 10. Ooh, this is going to be a tough game for you. So here's the way the game works. I'm going to read the name of a player, and you have to tell me if this player has played a game for the Rockets in 2021. And, and if you get if you can get two in a row, what do you think? Two in a row is that good? How did John do male golfer, female golfer, food? Because it's a similar match. Yeah, I think I feel you like. had to do. Two okay, in a row. you got to get two in a row. All right, are you ready? I am. Let's go. I, I'm trusting you not to cheat. Okay. I'm not. Has this player played for the Rockets this season? James Nunnally. No. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Ooh, that's a good one. That All is right, that's a good one to get. Okay. Has this player played for the Rockets this year? Broderick Thomas. No. Ooh, I'm sorry, sir. He has played four games for your Rockets this year, Broderick Thomas has. All right, let's try, uh, let's try Willie. Willie, what's up? What's going on, man? How many Rockets games have you watched this year? Uh, maybe 10. Okay. Well, this is going to be a tough game for you, too. You ready? You understand? I'm ready. You understand the game? Yes, sir. All right. Here we go. Bruno Caboclo. Played. He has played? Yes. Correct. Yep. That's a good I actually one. knew that one. All right. I that's, knew that that's one. That's a good one. Bruno. All right. Here's one. Ray Spaulding. 
No. Oh, I'm sorry. He has yes. played. Oh, oh we're going to need another victim. Yeah, it's two games for uh, Ray Spaulding, I'm afraid. All right. Let's, uh, female golfer. <laughs> that's, that's what I would answer. Female golfer. All right. Let's see. Uh, who do we who do we have now? Now people are going to have the Google thing. I know people are going to cheat now, but that's okay. I, they've they've done they've lasted long enough that now I, I don't really care if they cheat. Who do we have? Hello, it's Jim. Hey Jim, what's up, hey, man? Jim, how many Astros it's games you've been watching? Uh, how many what, Astros or Rockets? Rockets games you've been watching? Oh yeah, yeah, Rockets. Uh, probably about ten to twelve, but not all the way through. Okay. Well, I mean, you may you may not have seen some of these guys, but good luck. All right, I'm in the car, so I'm legit. I'm not doing okay. Anything. Here's your first play. Did this guy or have has his has this player played a game for the Rockets this year? Nathan Knight. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Nathan Knight plays for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, yeah, that's a tricky one. That's a mm. tricky one there. Uh, let's go to uh, Douglas. Hello, Douglas. What's going on, sport? How many Rockets games have you watched, Douglas? Parts of five. Okay. <laughs> Has this player yeah, played you. played for the Rockets this season or not? Will Magne. Yes, he has. Ooh, rather well. No, I'm afraid not. I'm afraid Will Magne uh, has not played for the Rockets because Will Magne is a member of the New Orleans Pelicans. That's a tough one. Female golfer. All right. Let's try Sonny. And if Sonny can't get it, I guess we're just going to give it away to the next person on the line. Because I don't want to do this all day. But this just goes to show how how little people know the Rockets. your idea. Sonny, are you ready? What's going on, guys? I'm ready. How many Rockets games have you watched? Enough to win a lot of money on my bookies. Let's go. All right. (laughs) Has this player played for the Rockets this year? Kent Emanuel. Kim Emanuel? Kent Emanuel. No. Oh, correct. That's good because he's a Houston Astro. That would have been really awkward <laughs> if he would have. Yeah, pitched eight plus innings. That's right. Night. All right, here you go. DJ Wilson. Yes. Correct. Yes. We've got a winner. Way to go, Sonny. Oh, go. my goodness. Congratulations. You're going to get to see the uh, the pay-per-view this weekend for absolutely free. And you won't even have to do it illegally. You won't have to watch a janky stream. That uh, hey, What I've noticed, I did see uh, someone <laughs> tweet out uh, what they see when you watch one of the janky sc- streams. Everything is the N-word. Everybody who does these illegal streams is extremely racist. It's the alt-right streaming service. Mm. I'm against it. So uh, I'm not so a, you'll be able to watch the fight without any of that, without any n- racist nonsense, without the worry of the FBI coming and kicking in your door. Congratulations, Sonny. You're the big winner. Yeah, and uh, How I, many of those did you know? Uh, <laughs> well, I knew Ken Emanuel was an Astro. Uh, I tried to sneak that one by him. Yeah, yeah, the, but not too much. That's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So, uh 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776 if you want to get in. And, uh, yeah, okay, so that was fun. Uh, It seems so bad. Of course you did. All right, well, we'll do do some draft talk when we come back. Some Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back. A couple things before we get to this. My friends give me crap about not watching the Rockets this year and not being loyal. Drives me nuts. Dude, it's entertainment. If they're not going to entertain you, I mean, they're supposed to solicit you. That's the one thing about, like, I get the people who live and die with their, with every minute of their teams. And you can be one of those fans. That's totally fine. But I also am completely cool with people say, all right, you want my money? You want me to wear your Jersey? Do better. You want me to take my, my wife or my girlfriend or both to a game? Entertain me. It's entertainment, man. Get new friends who don't live and die with everything. A basketball team does. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's also kind of pathetic. I mean, football is one thing, but basketball, and and then what's the point in getting in the lottery? Who are they going to try and get that's going to have an impact anyway? You can polish a turd, but it's still a turd. Yeah, but if you get well, I mean, them, you got to start well, getting yeah. good players it, at some point. Where, where else are you going to start? And That's but, like saying, well, okay, we're doing a rebuild. Do we want to start with a not good player or do we want to start with a good player? I mean, it's pretty simple. You want to start with a good player. I mean, mm-hmm. does it mean they're going to be good next year? Probably not. But it's a start. Well, yeah, and you've got to start somewhere, and they're going to be in a position to get a good player, which the Texans are not. Um, you know, let's take a couple calls. Trevor. What's up, Trevor? Hello, Trevor. Hey, what's up, guys? Sports. Sports to you, sir. couple things, man. Hey, I'm a Bengals fan, born and raised. Go Joe Burrow. Sorry. Uh, question, real quick. You think <laughs> Texans fans, I feel your pain. Uh, do you guys think that the Bengals should go receiver or tackle there? And then my, my first, my real question was, uh, David Pollock was talking a lot about, uh, Mac Wilson or Mac Jones, my bad. And he was saying they had, he had better tape than a lot of the other, all, pretty much all the other quarterbacks and that he shouldn't fall past the, uh, number three, I think, to the 49ers. Uh, what do you guys think about that? You guys watch a lot of college football, so I'm interested to get your take. And, uh, once again, should the Bengals go with Chase? or the tight end from Florida, um, or go tackle some more. Yeah, it's tough. I, I mean, I, I think if, it, it, to me, it looks like if Pitts is there for them at five, you do it, right? I think the only way he's there is if the Falcons trade out. If they trade up. out, that's but, it. But I, I would, uh, you know, I, I would take uh, the Sewell kid from Oregon if he's gone. I mean, it'd be nice to get a receiver, but guess what? There's a lot of really good uh, receivers in this draft that you can get later. And it's hard to find a left tackle, and you better start protecting Joe Burrow. And I know that's not a sexy pick; nobody ever wants to take tackles, but you know I, I think this guy is legit. So, but yeah, if Kyle Pitts is there, I'm probably going that way. And, and I know, and I don't think Chase would be a bad pick either. I just I feel like it's it's harder to get a left tackle for ten years, although now the way they're doing contracts, it's five or six than it is to find a game-breaking receiver. I'm just not sure how good Sewell is. I know like he's, he's probably the best one in this draft. I just don't know how he measures up with the rest of the league. Well, and that's and that's the thing. If your evaluation tells you that he's just the best in this draft and that he's more of a second-tier guy, then I then I go for the other guy. But I think he's I think he's pretty legit. I think he'll be a damn good player. And you know, I, I didn't get to watch him as much last year as I wanted to because 
Pac-12 got started later, and, and that's all part of the evaluation. Makes it a little more difficult. Um, still, Kurt, I'm actually scared if the Bengals get pits. Don't want to deal with that guy for 10 years. I, I, either one of those would be really good weapons for your young quarterback, but I think we've all seen you better protect the guy. And, and if, But now, if you value some of the other tackles almost as much as you can get later, then yeah, have no problem flip-flopping it. But I, I would lean that way just because I think they're so hard to get. And I would probably draft some bad tackles during the during my time as a GM. Uh, one more, and then we'll get to we'll get some more draft stuff. Ryan, yo, what's up? What's sports tell us? Sports. To what's you. going on? Hey, uh, I remember you, AJ. I remember you telling you a story about your knee yesterday, and mm-hmm. like, what's that recovery like, man? And is it safe to say you have herpes of the knee now? No, my knee's good now. Uh, but what, what was my recovery time? Was it like? I think I was back in the gym in in less than twelve months. Yeah, and you were—I mean, you were walking pretty soon afterwards. I had like a an air cast on for a little while, and then I had a, and then I mean, my surgery got done pretty quick. And yeah, I mean, it was I, I now when you when you get that stuff fixed, like your recovery time is so much faster than it used to be. And I mean, like I said, my my knee surgery was—I I had a, a disastrous knee injury. Not just like a, a standard torn ACL, and I was still recovered pretty quickly. I was I was back in the gym less than a year after I did it. So it and I I, I think I fought eighteen months after that surgery. Yeah, so yeah. it's I don't remember being that long. I mean, you were only in crutches for a pretty short time. Yeah, you got back to walking, and then and uh, it's amazing how things have changed. And we talk about with athletes, like hell. Remember when Clowney got the micro fracture thing, and we thought oh, that could be career ending. Well, it turns out he's just not that good, but it, it, that wasn't the reason. Um, I wanted to bring something up while we're talking draft. Okay. A, it, Bucky Brooks said something. He um, he started copying me today. Um, and he said, the Ravens should take Justin Fields, and more teams need to start taking a collegiate approach to the quarterback position. Take Justin Fields, and then maybe they operate like a college team. One quarterback graduates. The other quarterback steps into the starter's role. You now have the opportunity to keep a starting quarterback potentially on a young deal, build up the rest of the assets, and then play smash-mouth football the way that they play and continue to build a better team around the quarterback. It's something to think about. As you know, I've been a long-term proponent of this, of basically after after your quarterback plays his five years, just draft a new one and start over. I think that may that I eventually think that is going to be the way that that things go. Other than for a very very few special special players, um, and honestly, I wonder if because there's still questions about how developed Lamar Jackson is. Now, what I will say, Justin Fields is nowhere near the athlete Lamar Jackson is. Like he's he, he, Lamar Jackson is a a special athlete when it comes to running the ball. Justin Fields isn't that. So you would have to change the offense. I don't know that it's as seamless as Bucky Brooks makes it sound, but well, it's another that, example. And, of, and that's the thing. I think it's it's now is was he reporting that there's a serious chance of this, or is he just speculating? Uh, I I don't know. I I didn't. I just read the quote. Okay. Um. So he it, he says that they should take it. So maybe he's not saying that they that they are thinking about it, but he's saying that they should. Well, okay. I found another story that says. Uh, um, no, he's quoting Bucky Brooks like it's news. Never mind. 
So I hate that, you know, because it, it it basically. Why are they quoting Bucky? Like that was my thing. I started that thing. Well, but you didn't do it about Lamar Jackson specifically. No, I didn't. And, and I, I think that somewhere in the middle is where you need to land on this. And, and you know, it's funny as we've argued about this a lot. I actually agree with you to a point. Like a guy like Dak Prescott, who I don't think is a real game-changing winning quarterback. I think he's he's pretty good. But I'm not going to pay him that money, and I would have hit the reset button. Where's the line drawn? Uh, I think he's he's the top end. Dak? Dak is, yeah. Is the top end that you'd da- let go? Dak is the only one that, uh, I mean, uh, to me, it's, I would have paid him, but I wouldn't have paid him that. And if he wouldn't have taken it, then I would have moved on. So that's kind of my line there, my line of demarcation. And Would you pay Josh Allen? Um, yes, but I'm, I'm going to try my best not to pay him Mahomes money. Well, if, if he has and, another again, year like he did last year, you're probably going to have to, Yeah, right? you're not going to have a choice. But here's, here's what else I'm not doing if I'm a GM. Uh, I'm picking up the fifth-year option. I'm not doing that contract until we're in that fifth year. Oh, there, for there, sure. There's, there's no reason to do what they did with Deshaun. Uh, there's no I, reason. Honestly, there was no re- I, and I said that at the time. There's no reason to sign him now. You let him play this year out and prove he's the guy you think he is. And here's the thing about this strategy, if, if a team were to employ it, and I... I I also I also think that fan backlash will be so great if a team starts yeah. operating by this, especially like it's one thing if you've got a so-so quarterback and you let him go, but if you let go of a Lamar Jackson or a Josh Allen, the fans are going to freak out. But you know what? If if one of those guys could turn into Carson Wentz too, they could. And but here's what you can do, and this is in hindsight obviously, but this is what the Texans should have done. If you get to year five, and you feel like you're close. Franchise yeah, exactly. You, that, exactly. I mean, you've got that's, that franchise. You got two years. That's of exactly franchise. what I was saying at the time. Yeah. You don't have to do this. And, and the Bills should. The Bills. The Ravens. They should be operating the same way. Yeah, they should. And now the difference is, I, I, the Ravens are an organization that I trust to continue to build around whoever the quarterback. I agree. Is. And there's just not a lot of teams that I trust to do that. And if you do have a special quarterback, then it makes up for a lot of that. And by the same token, I also think there's good enough franchises that can have the guy that they pay a bunch of money and still build a good team around him. It, 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 to me, it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. I think Lamar Jackson's an interesting conversation to have and I, because I don't know how long he's going to hold up. I, he's a slight guy. He runs a lot. And if, if you're investing in him long-term now, is that the smart move? I, I would do exactly... What I said I would do with Deshaun, I'd pick up his fifth year, i franchise him once, and if I'm convinced he's going to stay healthy and if he wins me a Super Bowl, then yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pay him. And I feel kind of feel the same way about Josh Allen. Honestly, if he and, wins me a Super Bowl, I'm less apt to pay him. Um, I, I mean, I think you ought to reward a guy for doing that. Like, I think Mahomes deserved everything he got. If the Chiefs never win another Super Bowl, who cares? They got their Super Bowl. Yeah, but that's what the Ravens did with Joe Flacco, and it was... Yeah, but that's a different thing. Joe Flacco, not... On that level, Joe Flacco no, was... No, but Joe step- Flacco was hurt. He was certainly the reason they won the Super Bowl. He was, and I would have had no problem with giving him a, a good contract, just not that. So, I mean, it, it's... You know, it, so the deal KC just did proves you can give players extreme salaries and still be able to sign top position players. I don't know how long they'll be able to do that once... Uh, well, once, yeah. you, once this quarterback deal happens, everything starts to fall apart. And remember, I mean, I, I don't Orlando know- Brown is a free agent next year. Yeah. 
So there's there's no this is this could be the Chiefs just saying you know what we're going for one more before. Well, this but happens. I mean, they, I I think they're also confident enough in what they they can do as an organization that they're as long as they have Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill. I mean, they're they're willing to you know crap on their offensive line and, and getting getting Brown for a year is a good pickup, but they've got their key people in place. So I think they they feel like they can build around that and. Who am I to say they can't? They've done a pretty good job so far. But it seems like they're pretty smart. Yeah. All right. T. Glover says, speaking of the Ravens, they should go all in for Julio Jones. That That's a team that I think should be in that conversation. I, I have to check their cap space, though. But I'm guessing they still have some room. All right, quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. If an NFL organization makes a quarterback play out their rookie contract and franchise tags them, would their agent tell their clients not to play for that organization? Uh, that, that That's pretty overrated because, you know, they're, guys, they're trying to get their guys paid. And if, you know, a team does that and you've got another quarterback and he gets drafted, what are you going to do? I mean, not everybody. Like, if you're Eli Manning... Uh, or John Elway, maybe you've got some say in it, but yeah. more often than not, you're going to go where you get drafted to. Um, and, and that's the thing: the kind of guys you would do this with don't have that kind of power. I, let's let's say Justin Fields seems to be the guy everybody wants to talk about. He doesn't have any real power if he goes 15 no. or 16. He's, he can't say, "Oh, I don't want to play here." Although, who knows what that agent is? He might try that. But like, okay, well, let's uh, get Charlie on real quick, and then we'll do Jim of the day. What's up, Charlie? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? We're doing sports, Charlie. Hey, wow, that, that's such a good idea. Why do these teams not do this? Because you, I'm, you I'm smarter them, than everyone. Because I'm smarter than everyone. Yeah, let them work out their rookie deal and, and franchise them if they're worth a flip, and then you build a team around them. Well, I, I, I'm telling you, eventually I think this is going to happen. I don't know who the first team to do it, who's going to be ballsy enough to do it, but I'm going to, I'm going to have a lot of respect for them when they do. I, I would have thought that – I think the Rams came closest with Jared Goff. And, and, and well, they, they if Jared Goff wouldn't have gotten it. to a Super Bowl, I, I think that it, it wouldn't have happened. But I don't think it's going to become – I mean, well, I, again, I think it's a good idea in certain situations. But I think if you're the Bengals and Joe Burrow turns out to be the real thing and you've never had a quarterback, you probably don't want to get into that again. And, you know, now here's here's a good test case for you. The Browns have been garbage for years. Baker gets him to the playoffs. Do you pay him when his time comes? I wouldn't, but they're going to. Yeah, I, I honestly think that the way to go is the fifth-year option franchise tag maybe twice. And after the first franchise tag, if you decide he's your guy, then you make the big deal. 
I mean, if you don't know by six years, you're probably not going to know. And if you're not convinced after six years. And, yeah, there's always a chance you take a step backwards, but you might get somebody better. It's hard to find them, though. That's, that's the problem. They just don't grow on trees. That's why you can't just use this as a, oh, let's do this blueprint. Because there's a good chance you screw up on one out of every three that you pick at best. Yeah. All right, let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. Ah, we go to Florida. Florida man. Hey, you can just take a look at this guy's face. Does he not look like a Florida strong man? Strong Florida yeah, man right that's there. A very strong Florida man. 37-year-old Keith Adams was arrested early Saturday during a traffic stop near his residence in Largo, which is near Tampa. Uh, Adams was a passenger in the vehicle, was uh, sitting atop a glass pipe which contained a thick white residue, which field tested positive for cocaine. Oh, I was going to say, maybe it's baking soda. Maybe it's sugar. You saw the face, right? Yeah. Uh, when they sought to detain him, he allegedly struggled with cops and was taken to the ground where he was handcuffed. Truthfully, if you're, if you're high on cocaine, it's the cops are going to have a harder time than usual with you. Well, he was arrested for cocaine possession and resisting. Uh, he was actually specifically asked before transport to the jail, if anything was concealed in his prosthetic leg. He said no. Of course he did. What, what, do you, what do you tell him there? The truth? Come on. Uh, you know, he was using his prosthetic leg to smuggle drugs into the jail. A subsequent search revealed that it contained a gram of fentanyl and Ooh. a stash of Xanax. Damn. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Uh, which probably pretty good money inside. I would bet. In a Florida prison. I still don't get the whole fentanyl thing. I don't either. I don't, I don't want anything that's going to kill me. Uh, People like that. They like to live dangerously. He's locked up in lieu of a $7,650 bond on three felony charges and one misdemeanor count. So, you know, prosthetic leg, good way to sneak things into jail. Apparently. Apparently so. Uh, Except when you get caught. And that is your Zadok Jewelers Gem of the Day. The Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gem of the Day. All right, and um, you know, and, and all these guys getting mad about players being tagged, and Reeman brought up a good point. The tag worked out for Cousins. I mean, he he basically used the used that to his advantage to get a fully guaranteed contract from the Vikings. Yeah, and you know, and and the Redskins kind of moved on from him, so it sort of happened. They just said, "All right, you know, we're not going to pay this guy a bunch of money," but um. So, I mean, I, I, it, it's, it's out there. It's interesting because you know, like the Raiders were talking about doing that with Carr. Well, I look at Carr's contract, and I don't think that's too overwhelming. And, and I think that's, that's the difference. When you start getting into these $35, $40 million contracts, you really do handcuff your roster. And we've talked about that before, percentage of the salary cap. Well, Derek Carr's contract, at, at what he makes and we were we were we were talking about this one in relation to Dak. I'd rather have Derek Carr at his price than Dak Prescott at his price. One million bazillion percent. And, and that's that's where, you know, that's why I get into Dak as the line of demarcation. Because I I would pay Dak. I wouldn't pay him that. And so he'd be on a franchise tag again this year and I'd be making that decision next year. And, and you know, if if 
hey, guess what? He's going to get paid a ton of money, but isn't doesn't isn't that how it works? Aren't you supposed to gamble on yourself a little bit? 713-780-ESPN, you know what matters? Soccer. You know what happens tonight at 7? Soccer matters with the great Glenn Davis. I'm sure he will weigh in on that uh, Dynamo near victory over the weekend. And uh, big draw today, I'm sure he'll talk about. So... I will, I will find out who he has on the show tonight. The big draw today, Saturday. huh? Not just a regular size draw. Yeah, that was, was a big a draw. draw. It was a big draw for Chelsea. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chelsea Naders. I'm just saying. That's what I like to call them. Okay. Uh, 713-780-3776. So uh, when we come back, I promise you I will pay off on players who might go to the Texans from the American Conference. All right. And to your Texans. Your Texans. Now, some of these picks, my beloved Jaguars will have a pick. Like first pick of the third round. First pick of the fourth round. Or wherever they pick. I don't even know where they pick. I don't care. Because they're my beloved Jaguars. And I'm going to love them forever until I don't. It's that simple. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go over some of these guys. And let's see what you think of them. There's a couple of UH guys in there. A couple of Memphis guys. UCF. Teams like that. So uh, that I, I think kind of slide down the board because the level of competition is not what it is for some of these other guys that you could actually measure them. But then that's why you get them in the third and fourth round and they're not first and second rounders. So what happens when the best athletes and the Pat Mahomes, John Elway, Kyler Murray's of the world decide not to play quarterback or go to the NFL because the contracts are no long-term and huge money. What are they going to do instead? Well, I mean, the Mahomes will play baseball. Okay. Yeah. Feel free to use that communications degree. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> or that general education. Murray degree. Murray was getting money to play baseball. He could have easily he gone. Could've. Yeah, uh, I don't know if Mahomes was that great of a prospect. I think the Elway thing was a little overstated because you know he was using that for leverage to get drafted where he did. Uh, so all of those guys aren't going to do it, and if they do, okay, you'll find uh, you'll you'll move on to the next one. I think some guys want to be all-time greats. John Elway was an all-time great football player. He wouldn't have been an all-time great baseball player. Might have played another yeah. five or six years and made more money. It just comes down to what's important to you. Kyler Murray was getting paid already. Kyler Murray, guys like Ky- Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, those are guys that had legit yeah. major league careers in front of them. But, yeah. I mean, and, and if, if I were... It, here's the other thing. When you get drafted into the NFL... If you're, you know, you're you're probably making the big team right away. Uh, whereas in baseball, you, I mean, you get that bonus, yeah. And, and then if you don't perform, even if you even if you do, you're going to drive around on a bus for a year at least. In most cases. All right, quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 975 you're listening to ESPN 97.5. We're taking a break. Okay. That's cool. 